Oh, yeah, baby. It's fucking draft day. Woo! Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Find your pirate, you know? Um, you know, had, had you, uh, had to push back the podcast a couple days, you know, uh, Drew's been slammed at work, and we're gonna get into Drew here in a little bit, but first off, guys, um, you know, it's draft day, I wanted to, you know, I'm not a big mock draft guy, I, I, in, uh, in a previous podcast in my old feed, I did give out, like, I did do a big board breakdown of my top 32 prospects, that was a long time ago, um, haven't done a mock draft or anything, but I figured, you know, it's fucking draft day. Let's go ahead and give out a top ten. I'll just do my top ten, you know. A lot of interesting stuff in this draft. I've never been more excited for a draft. I, I'm a big Oklahoma fan, so obviously I'm partial to when uh, the last couple drafts, Kyler and Baker getting drafted number one overall. Those were special for me. But, man, just the intrigue, the question marks. Surrounding this thing, Aaron Rodgers comes out today and, and says he wants out of Green Bay. Schefter tweeted that about an hour ago. Um, it's three o'clock right now. We got about four hours to the draft. Who knows what's going to happen in this thing? Are the Niners? Are they really going to take Mac Jones? I'm high on Mac Jones more than the media. Um, is the media's darling Justin Fields that they've been banging the table for the past couple of weeks because it feels like he's dropping? Is he actually going to drop or is somebody going to trade up for him? Is Aaron Rodgers getting dealt to the Niners for three overall and Jimmy G and some other stuff? I mean, wow. I mean, so Schefter comes out, he tweets that. Ian Rappaport uh, immediately gives his side of the story. I mean, these are the two top insiders of the NFL. There's no doubt. Rappaport says it's 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 mainly to do with his uh, Rogers frustration. He wants an extension, and apparently his agent flew out to Green Bay. They couldn't get anything worked out, and Rogers is pissed. And you know, there's been whispers of Rogers. You know, he's not the happiest in Green Bay. There's been rumors for a long time now, and the fact that we get this tweet from Schefter on draft day, it's interesting. I don't know what, I can't make heads or tails of it, because it feels like Green Bay, you know, legendary franchise, they just had a phenomenal season. They're going to be under year three of uh, with their new coach, and he's, he's a good coach, and they had a great season last year. But at the same time, it's like, you know, Rodgers is obviously pissed that they took Jordan Love in the first round last year. It would have been big for them to get another playmaker or something that could have been a, uh, of some help for them last year. They basically just wasted that pick. And, you know, I'm not saying Jordan Love can't turn into a, a, a legitimate starter someday. And who knows? Maybe he's the, he's the uh, starter in Green Bay now if this actually happens. But... I, I definitely see where, where A-Rod's coming from, man. Like, you know, it's been over a decade since they won that Super Bowl against the Steelers, and it's like, all right, Rodgers, time's ticking away. I mean, it really is. He sees, probably sees what Brady did going to a new team, and they just surround him with an all-star team, and I can see it. I can see it from his perspective, his point of view. He, he might want out of there, and he, he, he might want to go to – why wouldn't you want to go to Kyle Shanahan? I mean, why wouldn't you want to go there, play with those playmakers, Kittle, 
all those guys, I mean, they have a great offense. Shanahan knows what he's doing. I've long said Shanahan is the top offensive mind in the NFL. I don't want to hear anything else. I mean, there's obviously some other guys in there you can put up there with them. Like, I would put Sean Payton up there with them. I would put uh, uh, what's-his-face from the from the Patriots, their old coordinator. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, McDaniels. But, like, Kyle Shanahan – uh, have all the respect in the world for that dude. And, like, people have been killing him in the Niners saying, how can you trade all these draft assets uh, for number three? And it doesn't even seem like you know you know who you want. I mean, there's it, it's always been Mac Jones in the beginning. He's the odds-on favorite to go number three. But a lot of people within, within that personnel department in the 49ers uh, front office, they're banging the table for Trey Lance. So it's like. You know, what the fuck's going to happen? There's so many moving parts of this draft, guys. Five quarterbacks to go in the top ten. Is anybody going to trade up? Is uh, is A-Rod, is he getting dealt tonight for number three overall? I mean, I could see it. I could see it, but I could definitely see this just being more of a smoke screen and just more of a thing where uh, he's trying to get this, this contract extension and he's trying to get paid more. But, uh, man, I, I really don't – like I said, I don't know – to make heads or tails of this thing it's just a rumor who knows what's gonna happen guys i mean i cannot wait um like i said i'm not a big mock draft guy but i figured i can give out my top 10 and maybe talk about some of these prospects real quick so uh haven't really gotten to talk much nfl or draft stuff on this feed on find Dreamer pirate so i want to do that a little bit for, for uh for some draft purposes for tonight get you guys ready get you guys pumped up and uh, once once we get done with that, we'll bring on Drew. So let's go ahead. No, pick number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, you got Urban Meyer in there. Another fun thing that came out today. <laughs> Looks like Tim Tebow is going to get a shot with them. Urban Meyer, uh, he got a phone call from Tebow, and he said, hey, Tebow said, hey, look, Urban, I'm, I'm willing to be a tight end now. It might have been 15 years too late. You know, a lot of people, when he first came out of the draft in 2009, said look this guy projects as a tight end in the next level and you know it didn't work out for him his first go around didn't really work out for him doing the baseball thing and let's see what happens let's see if the Jaguars bring him in and he can make some noise in in training camp or whatever so they're obviously going to take Trevor Lawrence here number one I mean great prospect Trevor Lawrence it's kind of stupid it's so silly people try and act like I just hate the draft process with these, especially with these quarterbacks, they just nitpick them and nitpick them. And I get it. I mean, you're scouting players, you're, you're finding what their strengths and weaknesses are. But like people that want to say, oh, Trevor Lawrence uh, is not a generational prospect or anything, and like Zach Wilson, who I love by the way, is like on the same level as him, same tier. No, Trevor Lawrence is on his own tier when it comes to the quarterbacks this year in this class. He's going number one to the Jags. And, like, we'll, we'll see what happens. Urban Meyer, I'm not sure about it long term. I, like I, I said when he got hired, I was like, look, I just don't know. He had all the success in college, but, you know, I think the number his number one strength as a coach in college football was his ability to recruit. And he's not going to be able to do that, but he is going to be able to bring in the best uh, quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck and Trevor Lawrence. So we'll see what happens. Jack should be uh, – a fun watch, man. They were competitive last year. I mean, I know they won, like, one game or whatever, but, like, 
you know, Minshew was in there early in the year. They were frisky, and I think they got some stuff. Let's see if they can build around Trevor Lawrence, get him some playmakers later on in the draft. So he's going number one to Jacksonville. It's a no-brainer. The other no-brainer, the other lock of this draft is Zach Wilson's going number two. You know, I love this kid. I I have ever since he was a freshman at BYU. He's just got that moxie. He's got that confidence, that swagger I like in a quarterback. And he's just got all the arm talent in the world. He's mobile as fuck, good mechanics. And, like, you know, the thing that people uh, – people – people that defend Justin Fields and act like he should be the number two pick. Uh, I don't see it. I haven't since, since uh, this isn't a new thing. I haven't seen it since, you know, Justin Fields just leaves a little bit to be desired in my eyes. His mechanics, there's a lot of question marks around the league about his throwing mechanics. His overall decision-making ability, I don't see it. I mean, I'm not saying he can't turn into a good, a good uh, quarterback. And he doesn't, he's not athletic as fuck, but like, I just like Zach Wilson more. I think he's going to come into New York and he's going to be the next coming. I mean, he's going to be their best. I'm, I'm confident in him and the new system. Robert Sala is going to come in and change that culture. And Zach Wilson's going to bring some fucking juice to that Jets team that needs it. We'll see if they can get some playmakers. Same thing with the Jags. We'll see if they can get some playmakers. Um, later on in the draft. Number three, let's go with Matt Jones to the Niners. I'm not buying in quite on in on the uh on the on the Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco hype just yet. I'm not I'm not there just yet just because look it could all be a smoke screen. It really could. You hear things in the NFL. I'm not saying I don't trust Schefter but, like, I would be shocked if that ended up happening. And, man, what a, what a crazy and dramatic uh, deal that would be. But I think at the end of the day, the Niners, you know, a lot of people have been saying it's Jones or uh, or Trey Lance. And I just think I love Matt Jones. I think he's a gamer. I think everybody on the Alabama team fucking loved this kid last year. He's an alpha. People don't give him enough credit for his pocket mobility. They want to knock him because, oh, maybe he's not the athletic freak show that uh, Wilson or Fields or Lance is. But it's all about football IQ. Kyle Shanahan, like I said, he's the best offensive mind in the game. If you trust Mac Jones, I trust Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is a good fucking player. I've been, I've been thinking about it ever since he went on that run last year with Alabama. I said, people are going to knock this kid when it comes to draft time, but this kid can fucking play. He's accurate as fuck. He's smart. He's going to be in that He's gonna be in that playbook. And you know what? I think at the end of the day, he ends up being the day one starter. If they keep Jimmy G, you know, maybe Jimmy G gets a game or two, but, man, my, Matt Jones, I think, is going to come in there and just impress people. And I think Kyle Shanahan's going to be able to run all the shit he wants to run. And whenever they get to the Super Bowl and they get a wide-open guy down late in the fourth quarter, I think Mac Jones is the kind of guy that can put the ball on the money. I think he's a big-time player. You saw it all last year. I mean, even when they get – you can say what you want about Alabama. They're so much more talented than everyone. You still have to win two playoff games, an SEC championship. You have to beat the likes of – Georgia in the regular season, LSU, great defensive personnel all over the SEC. 
I know he had the best wide receiver core. I know he had the best offensive line. But I don't think that – I don't think you should judge or uh, take away from what he did last year because of that. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. People really still don't understand the kind of season he put up last year is even better than what Joe Burrow did the year before, which we thought never would be top. And he just comes in, and I, like I said, everything I've, I've heard about this guy, people love him. People want to run through a brick wall for him. All his receivers at Bama loved him. And I just think he goes number three here. Yeah, it could be Trey Lance, but we'll see. Number four, I think, is where the draft really gets interesting with the Falcons. You know, if I was the Falcons, I would take Justin Fields, even though I'm not the biggest Justin Fields guy. But he's a, he's a local kid from Georgia, and his athletic ability on that turf where they play in that new stadium, I just think it would play really nice, especially that division. It's a good offensive division, and I could just see Justin Fields in an Atlanta Falcons jersey tearing it up. But, you know, the Falcons, I just don't think their owner is very smart. I think they have one of the worst owners in football, and I think he's going to get his hands in – I think he's going to get involved in this pick right here. And he's going to say, look, we're sticking with Matt Ryan. And I think the the Falcons brass and their front office, I think they just believe that they're closer to contention than they really are. Um, and so I think they're going to try and – they're going to take Kyle Pitts here and they're going to try and stick it out with Matt Ryan a couple more years. But I don't know, man. I think you pick number four overall, you got to take a quarterback. And I would take Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a great, you know – He's a great prospect. You know, I'm kind of been knocking him a little bit, but, like, any other year, this kid would be the number one or number two prospect. I don't think it's fair that, uh, you know, people have been people have been knocking him, nitpicking him. But at the same time, um, you know, I think there is some deficiencies. Every time he played at Ohio State, I just – I honestly, I don't have a lot of respect for the Big Ten and uh, the kind of level of competition they face, especially when you're at Ohio State. Ohio State is head and shoulders above everyone in that conference, probably more than any other uh, program in college football um, when you compare them to the level of competition they play with inside inside their uh, own conference. I think it's kind of tough to evaluate Ohio State quarterbacks because of that. And uh, But, no, I like the kid. I, I would have him probably number four quarterback on my board behind – Lawrence Wilson Jones. Um, I know a lot of people like Trey Lance. I think he's got a lot of tools, but like, there's something about Trey Lance that kind of reminds me of Mitchell Trubisky. You know, just a lot of the the build up to the draft. A lot of things you've been hearing from the media surrounding this kid sounds a lot of similar stuff to uh, they said about Trubisky. You know, they said he's athletic. He's got the tools, uh, but he also played what 13 games in uh, Division Two, so, like, I don't know. I I think the Falcons should take Fields for, but they'll take Pitts for. That's my prediction. Number five, Bengals. It's a real toss-up because you got Joe Burrow there towards ACL. You need to protect this kid, and there's some good offensive tackles. I mean, I like Sewell. I like Slayton out of Northwestern. Dare I say I like Slayton a little bit more than Sewell? I've kind of gone back and forth on that. I think when I originally did my big board, I put Sewell ahead. But, man, the more I've been researching, the more I've been digging into draft stuff, I I think I would take Slayton here. But I think the Bengals, they all 
also having Joe Burrow, the LSU kid, his number one weapon, because last year there, Jamar Chase, just a freak show. This is a great wide receiver class at the top, the top three. Everybody knows them. Um, it's a real dilemma here. But I think at the end of the day, you got to keep your quarterback upright. you got to protect this kid. I know that, you know, the Bengals sneaky don't have a terrible offensive line with Billy Price and uh, a couple other kids. So, you know what? wouldn't shock me if they, if they went wide receiver here and they kind of just sold themselves on what they have up front already. But, man. I think that would be a mistake. I think you got to protect this kid. And I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to take Panay Sewell out of Oregon, number five. Six, uh, the Dolphins are on the clock. And I think the Dolphins did a really smart thing moving back and then moving up to six because in their minds they think they can get one – they can either get Pitts or one of these top receivers. And I think they'll land on Jamar Chase. I think he's – you know, I like Devontae Smith. Maybe just a hair above Chase, but it's you know it's pick, it's 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 a flavor of ice cream. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, I kind of understand why Devontae Smith might fall out of the top ten, just with the the height or the the weight concerns or whatever. There's never really been a dominant number one receiver in the NFL. It's been as lightweight as him, but man, I just can't get over the stuff that kid did last year. Probably the best season a wide receiver has ever had in college football. So I respect the fuck out of Devontae Smith. Even when Judy and all those other guys were there years ago, Devontae Smith was always open. He was always the kid wide open. And I just think he's kind of been slept on a little bit of Alabama. Even though he won the Heisman, I think some draft people are sleeping on him. I think he's going to be a pro bowler. I wouldn't have any problem taking him at number six, but I think the Dolphins will take Chase at six. And then we get seven, the Lions. And who knows the Lions, man. The, the, the Lions might take a receiver here. They might take Jalen Waddle, But at the same time, they bring in Motor City Dan Campbell, who I fucking love. They want to pound the ball. They want to be physical. They're going to take a lineman, I think. I think they take uh, – I think they'll take Slayton here. I really do. If they don't trade, I could see this being a trade possibility. But I'm going to have them taking Slayton. Uh, eight, you got the Panthers. The Panthers are another team I could see uh, trading. We'll see. Uh, maybe the you know maybe the Patriots maybe the Patriots get involved here and trade up. I would love to see it. You know, I don't think anybody really wants to see the Patriots just waste away of Cam Newton another year. Let's get them a quarterback in this draft and let's see them trade up. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and call it. The Patriots are going to trade up with Carolina, and they're going to take one of these quarterbacks. You know, I already got in my mock draft that already has Fields going. I don't think I did. I think they 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 trade up and they take Justin Fields, and I think the Patriots and Bill Simmons and all those guys they're just going to be over the moon about this kid, and good for them. I I just. Do we really want to see Bill Belichick have to uh, go into the twilight of his career with Cam Newton and just a bunch of crap? No, let's get them a legitimate quarterback. Stop being stubborn, uh, Belichick. Do what it takes and move off for once, all right? I know at the end of the day you're smarter than I am, but, like, come on. Let's stop being so fucking conservative and let's make a move. I know your fans want that. 
do it for him. Get him a quarterback. Get Fields, all right? So that's what I got happen at number eight. Number nine? Who's on the clock at number nine? I don't even fucking know. The Broncos? Yeah, the Broncos are up at nine. They'll take Trey Lance. They'll take, uh, you know, Trey Lance. I'd be surprised if he turned into some stud, especially if he went to Denver. He's the kind of kid that it really depends on where he goes, I think. Because, like I said, he's got tools. He's got ability. Does he have experience? Does he know you know, how to rally the guys? Is he going to be able to do it? It's, or is he going to be Mitch Trubisky 2.0? I think it go either way. If he goes to Denver, man, I don't know. I mean, Denver is just not had a good run of quarterbacks. Young quarterbacks, they haven't shown that uh, they can develop these guys. And I think that would be a tough spot for Trey Lance to go, honestly. But we'll see. That's what I have happening in top nine. And then ten, we got my Cowboys. You know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, they want a cornerback because they can't cover anyone. But, man, I tell you what, in my mock draft, I already have the two top tackles off the board. I, or, no, I still got Slater out there. If I was the Cowboys here and Slater was there, man, shore up that O-line. These guys always get hurt. Tyrone Smith always gets hurt. You know, shore up that O-line. You got Connor Williams in there as a starter. He's a he's a bust. He's a dud. Cowboys need to shore up that O-line. Maybe they hit that in the later rounds. And I think they'll end up settling on... One of these corners, you know, Sertan, you know, Sertan out of Alabama. Um, I never really thought he was that great uh, just because as a, as a freshman a couple years ago, C.D. Land just tore him up. What? We got Ollie back here while I'm doing my mock draft. Just picked a little dude up from school. Um you know, word on the street is that it's been Sertan a lot up to this point. That's where a lot of the mock drafts have had him going. But it's come out lately, last day or two, you know, driving around Dallas or in the Dallas area like I do in North Texas on the radio. You know, a lot of people are saying, look, it could be J.T. Horn out of South Carolina. And it'll be interesting. I'm going to go ahead and mock uh, J.T. Horn number 10 the Cowboys. So that's my top 10. Uh, what do I got? I got Lawrence, number one. I got Wilson, number two. Matt Jones, number three. The caveat being, you know, Aaron Rodgers could go, could get traded to that spot. It, it really could happen. It could just be a bunch of bullshit. Who knows? But if that happens, then, like, everybody's mock draft can get blown up because, you know, that could change the order of the quarterbacks to get taken and whatnot, and there could be a lot of wheeling and dealing going on if that were to happen. Selfishly, that's what I'll root for to happen. I'm sorry, Packers Nation. I just think it would be interesting for the league, and I think it would be fun to see Aaron Rodgers in a new uniform. You know, get him out of that fucking frozen tundra in Lambeau and see it, this guy. You know, people have been saying maybe the Saints could get involved. Can you imagine... Aaron Rodgers or Sean Payton on that turf in the fucking Superdome, that would be a problem. But at the end of the day, I think Matt Jones goes number three. You know, a lot of hand-wringing over this pick. Media is going to destroy him, uh, Shanahan, for taking this kid. 
I don't have any problem with it. I love Mac Jones. I stand for Mac Jones. I'll stand up for this kid. And I'll stand up for Kyle Shanahan. If that's who he wants, then that's who they should take, all right? Uh, number four, you know, I got I got the Falcons taking Pitts, even though I think they should take Fields. Five, uh, who's five? Oh, yeah, the Bengals. The Bengals, I think, are going to end up on Panay Sewell. But that could be a that could be a toss up, man. I really could. Who do you think they're gonna take, Ollie? Are they gonna take you number five overall? Hey, I'd love that. Uh, but number six. Uh, is that the is that the lion spot number six? I don't even know. Yeah, it's the lions. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the lions do. Oh no, it's the dolphins number six. Dolphins, another team that could go a bunch of different ways. I think they take Jamar Chase. Seven is is the Detroit Lions. Motor City Dan Campbell's gonna get him a big hot volley up front, I think. And I think they're gonna take uh you know. Or they're gonna take Slater. Yeah, I had them taking Slater, my bad. I actually said er- just earlier just now that uh I didn't think I had him going to top ten. I think they take Slater seven. Eight that's where I'm. That's where I'm calling a trade. I'm calling a trade. Panthers are gonna trade with the Patriots. The Patriots are gonna go up and get their guy Justin Fields, number eight. And then nine, you got uh, you got the Broncos, and I think that's where Trey Lance ends up. And then ten, Cowboys. J.C. Horn. Cowboys, I think, could be in a position to move back a little bit if that's truly who they like. You know, maybe they uh, maybe one of these quarterbacks does fall. Uh, maybe we don't get five quarterbacks in the top nine. Maybe one of them falls to win the Cowboys pick, and the Cowboys can trade with somebody desperate to get up there and get that last quarterback on the board. Uh, I can see that happening, but I think at the end of the day, we get five quarterbacks in the top nine, and the Cowboys end up taking J.C. Horn close up the top ten. So, wow. We'll see what happens. Uh, great, great draft tonight. I've, I haven't been more excited. Just there's so many question marks, and it should be it should just be a fantastic day. If you're a football fan, this is the day where no matter how shitty your team was the year before, you get to pick up a stud in the draft, and you get to have some hope for a day. And that, that sometimes that's all all you need as a sports fan. You just need a little bit of hope, and it's just a it's just a day to celebrate football. Good for these young men going through college, uh, making it through the crazy COVID year, and good for these kids working their asses off, getting themselves in a position to get drafted today. These first-rounders, their lives are going to change today. It's always an awesome scene seeing these kids with their families on the couch, just getting that phone call and just all the emotions. I love it. And there's just nothing better than the NFL draft. I do hope uh, Goodell in his uh, reclining chair and the M&Ms makes another appearance. But I don't know since they're doing the draft uh, in person this year again in Cleveland. So we'll see. There's been rumors that his recliner has made the trip to uh, Cleveland. But we'll see, man. I uh, can't wait to see Goodell give out some hugs to these guys. And, uh, man, I can't wait to get into it. So, yeah, take a quick little break. And let's bring on Drew and talk a little baseball. 
Okay, guys, update for you. Not going to have Drew on. Um, you know, I want to go ahead and push this podcast out before uh, we get to draft time. So, I don't know. I know Drew's been slammed at work. Haven't heard from him today. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get together at some point, maybe later tonight or tomorrow, maybe, and try and bang out a podcast for you guys because we still got some more Pirates talk to go over. A lot of baseball stuff going on. A lot of uh, a lot of news coming out of the uh, out of the Man Cave Fantasy League. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's pod. Um, can't wait for this draft. We're about thirty minutes away, so I'm gonna go ahead and push this one out. So peace out, guys. Talk to y'all later.